Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new edition of Happy Cats with Ben and Brian. I'm Brian, and if I am correct, if my notes are to be believed, that means uh, this has been... Ho, ho, ho! <sighs> Santa! I mean, I, I thought for sure... I mean, okay, to be fair, this is our last episode before Christmas, so surely... After this, Santa Claus is gone, I would think. You you should really be out there uh, delivering toys or getting ready to anyway, right? You, you, you think so, but I felt the need to come back and apologize for my behavior on previous episodes. I mean, but I don't know. I, I feel like last week it was revealed that you uh, kidnapped children, and that's really not cool. I don't know if I want to hang out with you anymore, Santa. Oh, I actually brought along a statement that I'd like to read. Uh, this is highly unorthodox, but uh, I, I guess we'll let you read it. What? Okay, what does the statement right. say? Let me get my papers. Okay. Very, very official. Oh, that's uh, on official North Pole stationery. I, I do appreciate it. Yes, it's wrapping paper. I wrote it on the back. I'd like to say that I am sorry to all children and happy cast listeners for kidnapping them, whether they be good or bad, and sometimes were improperly vetted one way or the other. Uh, I apologize for turning them into coal and then burning them for fuel. Wait, what? (laughs) Well, I have to run the place somehow. We don't get a lot of sunlight in the North Pole, so we can't use solar energy. All right. I I feel like there should be some kind of alternative energy to burning children turned into coal <laughs> i'll probably just start buying coal i don't get paid either so it's very difficult yeah i'm you should probably your business model i would i would think because uh like i mean turning a profit have you considered like selling ad space on your sleigh or um, maybe doing audible ads those are all the rage these days I- I could. Maybe kids could just stop leaving me cookies and just leave me coal. Okay, or cash would be nice. Cash. I would take cash. That would be nice. Have you considered instead of I do you eat the cookies the children leave? Uh, why do you think I'm so large? Okay, so if I may, if I may suggest, what if instead of eating this just absurd amount of cookies in one night? What if you took the cookies the children left and then you opened like an online Etsy shop and sold the cookies and then you can uh, you could use that to, you know, run your operation. Who wants a variety of cookies baked from who knows how many ovens across the world? I, I, I would buy mystery cookies. They're not just, you know, random cookies. They're cookies from Santa Claus. I mean, that's your angle, man. I couldn't pass that along to the good children of the world i've been poisoned more than once have you yes kids trying to prove i'm not real i put laxatives in my cookies oh yeah, no no i don't that, not only only two nows oh, oh the oh was the first one. Oh, oh, sorry i missed that <laughs> it, they all three rhymed i assumed it counted okay okay i mean they're your roles you can do however you want to do it well, I'd like uh, to close by saying that I believe that any kind of mistreatment of anyone for any reason is unacceptable and abhorrent, and everyone deserves to be treated with respect in the workplace and anywhere else. I learned that from Casey Affleck. Uh, okay. Wow. Great. Thank, uh, 
Thank you, Santa. Um, and uh, on your way out, could you please send Ben back in? Oh, yeah, yes, okay. Well, goodbye. Oh, hey, Santa. See you later. We've really got to... Uh. We really gotta lock the studio down, man. That's the third week in a row. Do, do you really think that would? It's Santa. Sure. I mean, okay, <laughs> he we gets could, in no matter what. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, I did. I mean, to be fair, I always thought that the chimney was uh, unnecessary touched in the studio. Well, I mean, how do I else do I keep warm without hitting smoke poisoning? No, that's not right. <laughs> um, uh, smoke inhalation. Maybe like a blanket or a sweatshirt maybe a heater okay but the where do i hang the stockings with care i mean uh, i mean i'm just saying there there are other ways to go instead of a stocking hung by a chimney with care what if you just left a shoebox by the front door <laughs> just outside yeah someone yeah, one of those porch could, pirates he, might steal he my shoes he could fill that shoebox up well, of presents or with stuff you know, just things. No, I'm pretty sure porch pirates. I've seen a lot of videos of porch pirates stealing. I almost said porches, stealing packages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I've seen that too. That is a thing, I suppose. Uh, well, at least I think he's gone. I mean, he's going to be busy for Christmas. I mean, I guess after Christmas, though, he won't have anywhere else to go. So hopefully, he won't be back. Mm, you're right. You're right. It does seem like he would have nothing but downtime after Christmas. If anything. You know, he should be too busy to show up now, but... you think so. Here we are. What? So, Have we mentioned what the Happy Cast is already? Uh, uh, you it's probably your number, It's your number one source for the things that make you happy, the things that bum you out, and everything in between. Yeah. yeah I'm Brian, and this is Ben. Hey, hey Ben. I'm Ben. This is the normal intro now. Yep. If you want to contact us, contact us at happycastfeedback at gmail.com. Uh, that's the one we got, because the other one was taken. We also have a phone number. It is one seventy-seven happy nun n u n like a happy sister. That is one seven seven four two seven seven nine six eight six. Yep. So give us a call, shoot an email, send a voice file, however you want to contact us. We would love to hear from you. Yes, and I made a custom voicemail thingy, so you can hear that and. I'm not positive, but I think you can even text through it. But I haven't tried that. Huh, interesting. Well, so if any of you get a text response from the Happy Cast feedback phone line, that's why. I'll definitely give it a call later. You should, because you are on it. it what? Am I? I don't remember recording anything for that. No, you, you, sure? you wouldn't. Oh, okay, great. Well, I can't wait. Well, don't, because it's time for feedback already i thought that's usually at the end of the show <laughs> are we doing a really short episode this time like 20 minutes <laughs> i think uh ideally i think we should try to at least hit an hour bare minimum okay i think we have every single time uh so far in my review we've only got under twice once doesn't count because it was the april fool's day episode the other one was the live episode where you were here pudding pouch we were five minutes short but that's pretty close yeah, I mean, uh, sure. I mean, and then what's the longest episode been? Have two hours? Oh, oh man. Uh, so far, our longest one would have to be episode or Epedition 18. You might, or you just might be a weird neck. It is two hours and 47 minutes. Wow, that is senselessly long. It was a slog, <laughs> but it's yep, good. I'm... It's a funny one to listen to. 
Sure, sure. I'm sure it's all killer, no filler. No, it, I actually I marked it as a good one. Oh, okay, great, great. I'm glad that you're keeping track of which ones are good. Yes, uh, so far about seven of the first 34. Sure, I'm sure by, <laughs> by the time you'll get to the end of it, you'll realize that we've done 100 of these, and about 12 of them are quite good. That it sounds probably accurate. Anyway, what's happening next? Uh, well, next, I mean, I was going to talk about holiday stuff for a while. Oh, do but, that. Uh, okay. Uh, so, Ben, we're, uh, as we record this, we're only four days away from Christmas. How, how do you feel? Are you prepared? Have you done your shopping? I've done all my shopping earlier this month. Uh, Megan has done one of hers for me so far, but traditionally she goes the, like the weekend before thanks, Thanksgiving, the weekend before Christmas to get me my stuff. I have other things bought for everybody else. I bought stuff for both D and D groups that I have. Oh, nice. It is an embarrassment of riches. Very good. You're doing much better than me. I put it all off until the last minute. Uh, we're recording this on the 21st, and I think uh, I'm going to wake up early tomorrow and try to knock out all of my gift purchasing. Uh, so wish me luck. Uh, I do wish you luck. Some stuff has been picked clean. Yep. Well, that's why anyone on my gift list is going to get things like, uh, I don't know, those little uh, pine tree-shaped air fresheners or just general rubbish I find at dollar stores. Hey, that's what we got you for your birthday once yeah that's <laughs> rubbish true. from a dollar store <laughs> I, and I, i've treasured it ever since uh do you still have that kitten puzzle i'm sure i have it somewhere no i'm pretty sure we have it i think you left it in our trunk oh i did that's yeah right. <laughs> that was a trick question brian <laughs> <laughs> well i have it at your apartment does that count i don't know do you still have the flarp we gave you i haven't seen the flarp in a while i do have <laughs> Uh, I believe you gave me a um, uh, one, uh, like a sticky rat decoration, a Halloween decoration. That sounds right. Which uh, has adorned my bedroom door ever since. Really? Uh, yeah, it's still there right now. Photoshop challenge. I'm, sticky I'm rat looking, on Brian's door. Oh, I mean, I'm looking at it. I can send you a photo. <laughs> no, Photoshop challenge. Neil's never seen it. And according to the first 34 episodes, he's the only one that ever submitted stuff mostly. That's true. It was pretty much the Neil Photoshop challenge. <laughs> yeah, it was, hey, Neil, can you do this for us? It's awesome if you do. Pretty much, pretty much. And he always did a bang-up job. He did. Or is that, what's the British term for that? Uh, knock Banger, up. Bangers and mash-up job. <laughs> yep, that's it. Is that, not racist, is that nationalist? No, that's like Nazis. Yep, yep, <laughs> something else. I, there's so many ists nowadays, I don't even know. Who knows? Anyway, uh, so uh, as you listen to this, whenever it may be, uh, probably Christmas, Christmas Happy Holidays, Eve. and Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, Happy New Year in advance. Are we not recording one before New Year's? Uh, we should be able to record one, but, you know. Number 99. I've got 99 podcasts and uh, something, 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 fill in the blanks. Well, you will have had 99. Right now, you only have 97. This is 98. Not counting... The B and B and D and D's, not counting the Greendale episodes, not counting the two-part epilogue finale in the feed, and I'm even hoping that the counting is even right. I'm not sure. That's true. Uh, those are all non-canonical. Those are Elseworld podcast. Ooh, what's that a reference to? 
uh, DC when they do um, kind of like one-off stories that don't fit into the continuity. They call it Elseworlds. I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah. Marvel just call them Another Earth? Uh, well, I mean, well, they do have the, I mean, they do have the, like, like I think it's like 52 different Earths, but then, uh, I don't know, man, I'm not, I, 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 you know, you've, 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 like, exhausted me of my comic book knowledge. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, okay. I know, I know, I know the Elseworlds are a thing. I kept thinking of Elsewhere, which I think is from Skyrim, where the cat people are from. Sure, the Khajiit. Is yeah. that what they're called? Yeah, Khajiit. I'm said Kashiki, but I think that might be Game of Thrones or something else. Maybe something real. I don't know. I'll stop before it ends up getting offensive. I don't know if it is or has been so far. All I, right. I well, got this. Vincent in the bud. Yes. So to avoid getting offensive, let's move forward to happy hour. It's happy hour again. Happy hour is the part of the show where we talk about the thing that is making us happy for the week, Ben. Yeah, you look excited. You look eager. You look like you have something you want to share with the podcast listening audience. I have so many options right now. I'm a going to a plethora of options. I do. I think I'm going to go with uh, Walmart grocery pickup. Okay. I I think I can uh, make an educated guess as to what that is. Oh, but... what, what would you guess? Based so, off the name. Just based off the phrase Walmart grocery pickup. Uh, I would assume it's a thing where you go online to the Walmart website, um, do your shopping, uh-huh. and then you drive up to the curb and they just bring your groceries out to you and you don't have to get out of your car and go in or anything like that. Basically, yeah. Uh, it's been awesome because already we, or with Megan's schedule, she works from 4 p.m. to 12.30 past midnight. And uh, because of that... Walmart, we don't mind going to that late uh, because all that's open is the self-checkout and the cigarette line. And since we don't need cigarettes, we go to self-checkout. And the place is pretty quiet. The only bad part is they wax, it seems, just random sections of flooring. And it's always the section that we need to be in that day. So we end up missing out on stuff. And a lot of times they're stocking in the aisles and it's very difficult to get around, especially with a cart. But Walmart grocery pickup, we discovered, has recently been added in in the past month or two here. Maybe even three months. I don't know. I, that doesn't matter to you guys. You don't care how long ago it was. <laughs> no, these details are important, Ben. The people need to know. Well, they open at different times, depending on which Walmart you're talking about. The neighborhood Walmart opened up a couple weeks after the Walmart on Rogers. But the Walmart on Zero, I think, was the same time as the Walmart on Rogers. Anyway, what you do is you go online. You pick out a bunch of groceries you like. You try your best to click no substitutes so they don't mess it up. And then you set a time for the next day or I think even month that you think you'll have time with an hour time frame. You'll, that you'll have time to take your vehicle there, show up, drive in the spot. And then they bring it out and put it in your car for you. So you have to call them to alert them that you're, that you're there like, I'm here for my groceries. There are options. I know you can call like in every of the specific the specific parking spots that they have marked or designated only for grocery pickup. And if you go there, there are signs in front of each one that say call this number to let you let let us know. Or you can use the Walmart app. I have the Walmart grocery app, so I just click boop and it it tells them that we're on our way. We drive there, and then I just put what color our car is and what spot we're in, and they know where we are, and they'll just be out in a few minutes. 
Hmm. And um, can you do this at any hour? Can you show up at 2 a.m. and have them bring your groceries out to you? Not that late. But it works out that the t- if we have to go before Megan goes to work, uh, we'll just go. It's super busy then because usually when we have time, our time frame for when we be able to go to Walmart would be between 2 and 4 p.m. So when it's crazy busy with people picking up their kids from school or getting off work. So it's it's terrible that time. So that's when we usually go. I think the limit is like 7 or 8 p.m. I don't know. We never go then. We always go between 1 and 4. Okay. It's been amazing and... every time. Uh, mm-hmm. Two bumper patrols as a part of this. Uh, one, it feels super weird to just like pop the trunk and let them load it up. Or like just open up the back seat and sit in the driver's seat while they put stuff in the back. It feels like they're a servant, and I feel really bad. It, it, do, you, do you look at them? Do you talk to them or acknowledge them in any way? So usually when I get there, I'm in the driver's seat, and then I angle the mirrors strategically so I can see the door they come out of without having to look like I'm like anxiously like looking, just looking toward my whole head. Like, are they coming yet? Are they coming yet? <laughs> I don't want to be surprised by them just like knock on the window like a cop would. I probably wouldn't do it like that, I guess. So I see them coming, and then once they get near and roll their little grocery wagon close, I open the door. I'm like, oh, and they're like, hey, I'm Gio. I'm like, oh, nice to meet you, Gio. Uh, Thanks for bringing the groceries out. And then he's like, "Uh, trunk or back seat? Uh, He didn't talk like that. I don't know why I'm doing that voice for him. (laughs) And I'm like, well, what? Is is, is Gio like an actual name of, of a person that's done this for you. Yeah. There's no way I'd be able to make up that name as a fake name. It would be like Bill or Bob or Steve or something. No, Gio okay. is the, the guy we usually get. He's cool. And like, I'll put him in the back seat. Uh, it's full of trash, but the trunk is full of board games. So the back seat, and then he just loads it up, puts them all in there. Uh, so the, the bumper troll is, if I d- don't, I have to stand. All right. The choice is either sit in the car and feel like that. They're my servant which makes me feel very uncomfortable or stand up while they're just quietly putting all my stuff in the back. And then I feel like I'm making them worry that I'm watching them carefully. Oh, sure. Like you're hovering. Mess. Yeah. I don't want to hover either, but I also don't want to be too distant. Like, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, be careful. Don't, don't, don't crush those sprinkles. Like, Oh, don't put the kitty litter on top of the bread. But, uh, that's one second half bumper patrol of this is never click substitutions unless you're really okay with a substitution. Uh, as I've mentioned before, a couple weeks ago, Megan and I are on a calorie diet thing. So first of all, we have to have the calories that we're trying to buy because mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. they might substitute the wrong thing. Also, if you try to order a bag of chicken nuggets or chicken strips, sometimes they'll give you a bag of chicken breasts, which are way bigger than chicken strips and mm-hmm. is definitely too much chicken to eat at one time compared to the rest. So, so okay, so okay, so if they if they allow substitutions, they just kind of make a judgment call, like, well, this is close enough. Yeah, they find something. Eh, I think that'll work. As in the ballpark, is it at least almost the same price range, or can they pick something far more expensive? They can, but it will always be the lower price of the two. And if okay. they pick a lower one, it'll still go down the lower price. We'll do substitutions if it's like paper towels. I don't care what I wipe my hands and face with. So whatever. But you got to be real careful. And when the grocery man brings your groceries out to the curb, do you you tip them? Do you slip them a fiber? You're not allowed to. What? Uh, You totally can, though. We asked him, and he said that they get in trouble if they take them. I, as somebody who 
once as in my teen years took groceries out and was not supposed to take tips. Uh, we totally took tips all the time. <laughs> well, I think we asked about that one time and he said that, and I thought that usually means, okay, don't. The tip we gave him was a good review on the Walmart grocery app. Okay. Well, I'm sure that helped him out in some way. Yeah. You know, the surveys that everyone's like, oh yeah, I'll definitely do that. And then you don't. Sometimes, I mean, I've done a few of them, uh, you know, if it's somewhere I go a lot or um, I used to do them for my bartender a, a bunch Ooh. when I had a regular bartender. I always get super excited. I'm like, if it's someone I like, I'm like, yeah, no, I'll definitely do this. I get home and where's the receipt? I don't know. I don't want to look for it. Oh, okay. Have you ever done one uh, out of spite? Like you like didn't like someone who's like, ah, I'm going to leave the most negative feedback. I did when I was dealing with a phone person. Any of you who are friends with me on Facebook, which is probably all of you, know about my health insurance problems that I have not covered on the podcast, but probably will need to at some point in the future because it's a lot that happened. Uh, one or two of those got negative reviews for straight up just making stuff up. I, oh, I did it to an Amazon uh, chat person recently. Uh, I was asking, oh. oh, what? How did they? How did they wrong you? Uh, they were. I see. I normally don't. I try to be as happy as possible because I know I've been on the other side. I know how terrible it is. But when the Amazon chat person just straight up makes stuff up, no, I'm going to give you low rankings and straight up say you messed stuff up or you're wrong, you're lying, with confidence. Uh, I was trying to ask him specifically if they have a prime video only option of Amazon prime. Mm -hmm. Cause I was pretty sure they did. But when you have Amazon prime and you try to look it up, it just tries to link you to prime video every time you go there. So it's hard to find it. And I don't want to cancel right. it and have to re re up it. That's, that's, I learned that word from the wire. That's not the right word then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Re up it. Yes. <laughs> Stupid. The wire. I blame Wootenator for making me watch that. Uh, Season two was okay, I think. Or three. I don't remember. Anyway. Uh, but I found articles online from like a year or two ago saying, good news, Amazon now has a Prime Video only option. So I thought, I will go straight to the source. I will ask Amazon. I don't want to be on the phone forever. I'll ask Amazon chat. Surely they'll be just as knowledgeable as the phone people. And I asked, he's like, oh, no, we do not offer that service, sir. I was like, well, what about these links I found that say this like multiple news articles and like, Oh no, we don't offer that. And like, is there anyone else I can talk to? And he sent me up to someone else up the chat line, I guess. Uh -huh. It was like, Oh yeah, definitely. We have it for this much a month. Uh -huh. And so I tried to find a way that I could review the first person, but not the second person. I don't want to affect them for doing a good job. When the first one just confidently said, Nope, don't have that as an option. Definitely not. So he got some low stars, and I felt a little bad, but he did just lie. Mm, I mean, maybe it wasn't malicious. Maybe he didn't know he was lying. Perhaps he uh, is just really bad at his job. He should not have guessed then. It <laughs> could should've... have been a training issue. He should have asked the guy next to him about that, because, I mean, if I found multiple articles but couldn't find it on the website, I just wanted to know how to do it. I ended up not going down anyway yeah. because I like to use Amazon Music. I have all of Weird Al's soundtracks, his music, on my phone because of it. Hi, Megan. Hi. She's here now. Oh no! Well, should we should we should we wrap oh, up and continue oh, another time? Oh no! I was just letting her say hi in the podcast. Oh, oh okay. Oh, she she cameoed. Hello, she just listeners. straight up Stan lead us. 
Oh, she said, Hel- you cameo, you're Stan Leeing us? <laughs> Little do you listeners know, she's actually in every Epidition so far. Yep. At least once. Usually saying Excelsior. Yep, exactly. Uh, I do have a historical list on the podcast of the first time she did appear. <laughs> Appeared? <laughs> it happened at some point. Right. Well, episode uh, eight, all all there is to know about macaroni. Uh, that is not a title. I think you would know better as someone who participated in 97 episodes so far. Yeah, you're right. I should know better. I'm sorry. It's on here somewhere. Anyway, uh, so do you have you done one of these grocery pickup things yet? I have not. I've heard of them. I have not personally uh, partaked. Partooken is, is the phrase. Partooken. Part, partook. Actually, have you had, do you have issues with self-checkout? Do you do that often? Uh, I try not to. If I have an option, I, I don't like to do self-checkout because I'm bad at it. So usually um, it, it ends up, uh, there, there ends up being an issue. It's like, oh, there's a foreign object in the bagging area. And then they have to come over and like turn a key and make sure I'm not robbing them. And it's just a whole thing. So I'd rather let the professionals handle that. Oh, see, I've seen a lot of people talk about how they have problems with it. And we did it first, but I got it down now. I don't know if Walmart changed their machines somehow or I just got really good at self-checking out. But there's a whole problem was the improper item in bagging area, whatever that they say. Yeah. The trick is you scan it, and on the Walmart ones at least, you set it down, wait until the red light turns green, then you know it has sensed it as being set down. Huh. And then you can continue. Well, I need to work on it. But then also, yeah, I run into situations where I might be buying an age-restricted item, like a uh, an R-rated film or perhaps a Sudafed. Uh, six pack of alcohol or some Sudafed. <laughs> Spray paint. <laughs> uh, whippets? What are those? I don't know. People say uh, it sometimes. Whippets, sure. Whippets are the uh, little, I mean, do I, you want me to tell you what whippets are? <laughs> sure, Brian. Uh, we need to earn our educational tag. Sure. Uh, okay. Whippets are the little, uh, like, uh, CO2 cartridges from whipped cream, uh, uh, you know, the little spray whipped cream dispensers. They just and, sell those? And somehow uh, people use them to get high like a drug. I don't know. Are they still full of whipped cream? No, just the, not, no, they're not like <laughs> huffing whipped cream. It's just the CO2. That's why I'm so confused. If you want to huff CO2, just put a bag over your face and breathe in and out of it for a while. I mean, do, listeners don't do that. Yeah, That's no, bad. please, please don't. No, this is, uh, this is, yeah, we're not trying to give you instructions on how to, on on how to become inebriated in any way. That's no. not what we're here for. I just heard of whippets for the first time on the Good Place and had no idea what they were. And for some reason, I kept picturing those fireworks for kids called those Snapdragons or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's that's not what that is. <laughs> I don't even know how that would get someone high. That's just all I can yeah. picture. <laughs> I, I think like you, you snap it next to your face and inhale the little pop. Yeah, the little, yeah, no, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> On this episode, Ben and Brian talk about whippets. Oh, sure, that'll make it into the description, I'm sure of it. Oh, definitely. Anyway. So your your grocery pickup, is it groceries only, or can you get other non-grocery items? Can you be like, and then throw in a DVD copy of Swordfish while you're at it? A pickup is, gro- I think, groceries and personal care items. So you can get, like, shampoos, uh, toilet papers, but you can't be like, throw in a PS4. I want that, I want that hottest, newest Stephen King novella, please. The Outsiders? Elevation oh. is the new one. 
I have not read many of the past ones. But that uh, is you, for a reading it, rainbow in the future for me to talk about sure. what I've been reading. Sure, Ben. Uh, if you if you do get around to wanting to read a newish Stephen King book, I recommend Revival. I think you would really like that one. It's one of my favorites. I still keep meaning to get around to it because uh, I know it's not the same. Wait, is it is it part of the trilogy? Or is that the separate thing? No, it's a different thing. It's okay. like a standalone. Okay, because I, I have read the first. I've read Mr. Mercedes, and we have the second one somewhere. I think we lost it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, we that's, don't know where. <laughs> sure, that's about the same boat I'm in, actually. And I'm not sure on the status of a third. I don't know if we have a third. I don't think we do. Revival? I'm actually considering rereading Revival, because uh, I, I really remember enjoying that one. I will definitely have to read that, then. Uh, would you, oh, talk about that on the Reading Rainbow session, right? Is that what it's called, our segment about reading? Yeah. Yep. I feel like we'd that's at it. least make a pun somewhere in there. Not just no, straight up steal it. <laughs> oh no, no, is it is it no, you're right. Is it reading railroad? Is oh that, what that, we... that is what it is. It is reading railroad. So I knew we made some kind of dumb pun somewhere in there. We'll do one of those in a couple episodes, maybe. Because I have a book series I've been reading that I will talk about for that. Anyway. Oh man, great. I'll have to read a book also so I can pretend to be well read. Yes, read the same book series. But well, I guess we wouldn't have different picks in. Anyway, what is your happy hour? What are you happy about for this Christmas holiday season? Okay, so my happy hour pick this week, uh, you know, we didn't record for a really, really long time. So that's true. Uh, this one's this one's kind of already run the gamut from happy hour to bummer patrol back to happy hour again. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, we missed that on the entire saga. But there was a uh, service called Movie Pass. I'm sure you've heard of it. Oh, I do. Uh, we had it for a bit. Oh, you guys had Movie Pass too? Yeah, for a short time. Yeah. Okay. So it was great at first. So the idea was for a low, low, low fee, which was like 10 bucks a month, I think. Something like that, yeah. Something along those lines. Uh, you could go to one movie per day. Um, so, um, you know, if you go to, you know, any amount of movies, I mean, like one ticket is like 12 bucks here. So, you know, that pretty much covers your entire monthly thing. Oh, yeah, so for I was you, going, definitely. Yeah. So I was going to like a ton of movies and... Uh, it was great until it wasn't. Uh, they started to make changes to where um, there, there were like blackout days and you couldn't go during peak times. And then eventually it got to the point where you had to pick between two different movies. So the service kind of died. And there's a lot of scenes from it that I didn't really follow and don't quite understand. So I can't um, share it with you. But pretty much the company is in financial trouble and they're dying. And uh, they kind of screwed over a lot of people. So uh, oh, it's kind of a bummer. I didn't hear that last part. I, get, I got a lot of emails that kept saying, oh, we're sorry, we'll roll back our thing we did. But I got that a lot, so I don't know how much they changed and rolled back and forth or what was going on. Yeah, it was real turbulent for a while. They kept changing uh, policies. Uh, but uh, the good thing is that uh, just this idea of a subscription-based movie service uh, seems like it might catch on and um, maybe some other... Uh, places are going to do like a more sustainable version of it. So AMC has uh, a, cl- uh, a service called uh, Stubbs, uh, I think Stubbs A Plus or something along those lines. And their their model is for twenty dollars a month, uh, you can see three movies a week. So that still ends up um, you know being a pretty good value. So I think I'm going to check that out and see how that goes. Check it out. 
but man, Movie Pass was great. The, the, like during the, the the heyday of Movie Pass was incredible because I would go see anything at the drop of the hat, and then if I didn't like it, I would walk out. It was incredible. Yeah, why not? That's why. Well, as soon as I heard about it, I thought Brian, this is for Brian. It was sure. I mean, it was right in my wheelhouse. I would go uh, if I had to take a long lunch break. It's like, well, I'm taking an hour and a half lunch break. I'm gonna go catch the middle part of Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> that movie's pretty good, actually. Yeah, no, I mean, I saw it one and a half times. <laughs> which ha- which one was the half? The first or second time? Uh, the second time I saw the middle part. That okay, that's good. I was hoping it was I, that way. Yeah, I, I just wanted to see Goldblum scenes, obviously. And he is pretty good. He's like the best part of the movie. He's the best part of all movies. All movies. The, like all movies in the history of cinema, yeah, man. What about he's the fly? Uh, well, he's the best part of the fly, easily. <laughs> but what about the fly? <laughs> what about the fly? <laughs> Was the fly not better? I mean, but Jeff Goldblum's in. He's the best part of all movies. I don't. But he had a fly face at one point. Oh, so you're 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 saying that the fly creature was the best part of the fly? Yeah, not just him himself as normal him. No, no, I mean the fly was second to Jeff Goldblum. This I is. Mean... <laughs> oh, never mind. I mean, he's the best part of Jurassic Park, Ben, and that movie has dinosaurs in it. But he does Jeff Goldblum pick up a porta potty with a lawyer in it with his mouth? Uh, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen Jurassic Park, so maybe. Does he spit poison at Wayne Knight? I mean, I think that happened behind the scenes. That was like a <laughs> that was like a George Clooney esque prank he pulled. Oh, I thought maybe like that happened, you know, off camera, and that we should do this. This would be a good scene. Let's make sure, it a dinosaur. Yeah, they, film it. Yeah, they, yeah, they wrote it into the movie after <laughs> he did it on set to Wayne Knight. And, and uh, little known fact, he mocapped it too. Sure. That's... Yeah. He, yeah. Sure. I mean. Oh. I mean. Not to. Not to. You know. Look too far behind the curtain. But uh, Jeff Goldblum is actually every character in every movie, like Eddie Murphy style. Like he, he is a master of disguise. He like actually caps Andy Circus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a whole weird puppeteer thing. Whenever he's doing Andy Circus, doing a monkey or something. I should say sure, mocapping. Like... <laughs> yes. Yeah, real Inception like. Unrelated, but I I've spent your whole half a segment looking this up. Uh, this actually was our longest gap so far. Our previous longest gap, where we skipped all of 2014, was 471 days. This one has been 512 days. Oh, okay. So I was well, still listening to your your thing about uh, movie lounge, movie town. Sure, yeah, movie lounge. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> whatever, whatever that movie thing was you're talking about, I paid a lot of attention to. But I know we did have it. Uh, I when it first came out, I was trying to figure out if there's a way that I could share a card with Megan. Cause I, like I don't mean have a two person card where we could just pay for a family rate or something. I don't know. That wasn't possible. But instead, what happened was we each got separate cards that build on separate dates, which got really inconvenient. And then a lot of times the, with the way our schedule is, we wouldn't have time to see a, a movie even in a month. So we're like, well, I'll at least cancel mine. And we still use Megan's occasionally. Ended up canceling that too, though. We still didn't see enough movies. It's just, it's hard with our schedule. But I knew for you, see anything whenever all the time. So, sorry, my apologies. What are you eating? I, uh, okay, let me look. I'm eating a coconut cashew crunch uh, snack. It is 
gluten-free, uh, soy-free. I don't know, man. Some hippie snacks. Is this a doctor thing or a girlfriend thing? or? This is, uh, I was, I was checking at the grocery store and then I looked over at the discount table and oh. it was like two bucks. And I'm like, sure, I'll try that. Cause those words sound like all the words I, that if I see it in the food, I don't pick it up. Sure. You think either doctor or girlfriend, which, uh, yeah, of course. Yes. Well, I thought like maybe someone told you to eat something with coconuts and cashews. I didn't know if Katie was like on a super health kick thing, like super vegan, like Weird Al or what? He is a super vegan. That's true. He um, no, no, it's just a very cheap snack that I bought, and it doesn't taste great, as it turns out. Well, it has coconut, cashew, and crunch all in the title. I mean, but those are three things that appeal to me. So <laughs> I thought it would be like a uh, can't-lose scenario, but um, yeah, no, it's not, not great. It's been long documented on the podcast that if something is something with nuts, nope. Uh, if something has coconut, I'll take the non-coconut version, please. I don't want the co- coconut cookies. Unless I accidentally pick it up thinking it's not coconut and then find out it is, and I feel like I have to eat it out of obligation. And crunch. This, uh, that's fine sometimes. Captain's good. That's true. That's true. He does have eyebrows on his hat other than that. And I heard that he he has the wrong uh, whatever. I forgot the word. Not emoluments. Epilogue? Nope. Epilades? I don't know. There's a word that listener Ann probably knows. Or Q or someone. Uh, the thing that shows your rank. I hear he has the wrong one. Oh, sure, sure. Would it be like an accolade? What would it be? What? It's I, like a... It's like his... Apple. It's like Apple something. Apollaments? Apple... I don't know. Hmm. We'll probably hear. Or I'll find it eventually. So are you, are you telling me that he's not a, a fully accredited captain? He doesn't have the, the, the credentials? Epaulets. An ornamental shoulder piece. That's not even the right word. Then that's just he does have those. It's, it's those like tasselly shoulder things that I was say, trying to say the word of epaulette. I'll, I'll have this lady say it. Epaulette. That. Epaulette. It, yeah, it's the tasselly shoulder things that he does have that aren't the thing I'm talking about. So never mind. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now that we cleared all that up. Oh, this just in. I read the definition this time. Instead of just looking at the picture, I might have been right in the first place. Oh. An epaulette is a type of ornamental shoulder piece of decoration used as insignia of rank by armed forces and other organizations in the French and other armies. And since he wears a Napoleon hat, I assume he's French. Wait, what? Captain Crunch is French? Isn't that Napoleon? He's Captain Crunch. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Photoshop challenge? Sure, yeah. I'd like to see a French Captain Crunch. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's called something different there, or if they even have it. Sure, no, no. They've got Captain Crunch in France, but they don't call it Captain Crunch. They call it a Royale with cheese. <laughs> Ugh. I don't think I want that. While Googling, I only get how to make Captain Crunch, ha- Crunch French toast. Well, yeah. Oh, 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 I found a picture. It's Capitan Crouch. <laughs> <laughs> Capitan Crown? That sounds like I'm making it up. C-A-P-I-T-A-I-N-E. I assume that's Capitan. Uh, I'll, I might have to call on the French expert in front of the room. And Crouch. C-R-U-N-C-H-E. It could be Crouche. I assume it's Crouch. Sure, yeah. You should definitely double check with Megan and see how she would pronounce that. Hey, Megan. Yeah? Can you come here for a second? We need your expertise. Okay. 
Sorry to interrupt your reading time. She is reading Stephen King's Nightmares, Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Yeah, Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Ooh, is that like a short story collection? Short story collection? Yeah. Yes. Sorry, she can't hear oh. you, so I have to pass it like I'm a translator in the UN. <laughs> oh, okay. That's great. I'm, I don't know I'm why a, that's a specific translator. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, that's weird. I'm a fan of his uh, short fiction. I think that plays to his strengths. He's a fan of his short fiction and thinks it plays to his strengths. Yeah, it's very good. She said, yeah. It's, well, you can hear her. Oh, yeah. yeah, I can definitely hear her. <laughs> All right, Megan, can you pronounce what this cap and crunch is in a French voice accent? Oh, gosh. Okay. It's been a while since I took French. Capitaine Crunch? So it's not Crunch? No, I think it's like Crunch. Crunch? Maybe. I prefer Crunch. Okay, well. (laughs) But thank you very much. It has zero grass trans. (laughs) Thank you very much, Megan. Thank you. Au revoir. Nice. Show off. So now we know about uh, Capitan Cron. <laughs> That's happy hour. <laughs> and now let's let's move on to a bummer petrol. Oh man! <sighs> hey man, time for bummer patrol. We're gonna talk about things that are bringing us down, filling yeah. down the dumps, making us feel blue. I am pretty blue. Ben, why are you feeling blue? Daba D. We've done that joke before, I'm sure. Not yet. But the I'm blue, Daba D, Daba Dow. I don't know. Blue alien. I know we do it at some point. Anyway, I have a couple options. Neither one is super relatable. So I'll do them both just in case I get different groups of the audience. Uh, one is, have you ever tried to look up something from some one of those like Wikia or fandom websites? You're like, watch uh- watching some TV show and you're like, Oh, I'm curious about what the lore is about that character. Oh, sure. Like I want to know, uh, what, what season of criminal minds this character first appeared on. So you go to criminal minds.wikia.com. Yeah. Stuff like that. Or like I'm watching arrow and the flash. I'm like, I want to know the secret. Like what, what is all that stuff referencing in the episode? So I go to you, that website or I'm you watching, go to, you go to lostpedia.com and, then you go to the Lost and Locked page. Which I think existed, didn't it? Or exists? Um, I don't know. I don't even know if Lostpedia is still a thing, actually. I think they're all done somehow. I'll go on weird old ones, and there's still, like, someone updated six minutes ago. Someone about, like, Sonic's cousin. I don't know. Oh, sure. Yeah, you go to Columbo.AngelFire.com. <laughs> like, who? Who is spending their time updating every side member of the Sonic family? The Hedgehog. Hey man, people people gotta know about Big the Cat. But like, are they adding new information? Are they just going through it and doing grammar checks? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so those uh, you go on it at least on mobile, and it auto directs to uh, you want an Amazon gift card. Mm, and yes, there's no I've, X. I've had that trouble too. There's no X anywhere to exit off. You hit back, it doesn't go back. So you hold back to see you know, all of your past pages, it's just an entire column all the way of that uh, pop-up ad, I guess. And there's no way to go back. You have to X off and start over. And I don't know if other people have this problem or how many people look at these Wikia or fandom sites, but that's not cool. At least have an X if you're going to do an ad. 
but not an unskippable scam. Yeah, no, I've definitely encountered that problem myself. Very relatable. I am fine on the computer because I have ad blockers. I don't know if it happens there or not. Uh, here, let me go to my favorite D&D internet TV show. And I'll check out their Wikia page and see if I can get one to pop up. I don't know that I will. This is a live testing. I'm sure everyone is very excited to find out what's going to happen. It's possibly nothing. Sometimes nothing pops up. Oh, there's an ad at the bottom. Nope, never mind. That ruined everything. I should have gotten a screenshot in advance to prep for this. But at least you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure someone else out there has looked up Wikia or Fandom and gotten the Amazon gift card spinning prize wheel Photoshop <laughs> challenge. Yes, yes. No, I, I've definitely been in that boat. Uh, so what is your second bumper petrol? Oh, yeah. So for those who don't do that, maybe this has been a problem for you. Or maybe it's just my anxiety. So you know how cars be? Ah, uh, yes. I do know how cars <laughs> be. They're... they're... <laughs> They're, 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 they're talking. Uh, they're definitely uh, the weaker of the Pixar films. Uh, in the second one, they're spies for some reason. It's really? Crazy. I only saw the first one, and that was because I worked at Malco. Movie theater. Anyway, well, you know cars when it's cold, and they fog up when you're in them. Oh, sure. You got it. The first one. Yes. Well, it's happened a couple times that I've come out to the car. I drove Megan to work that day, and at midnight 30... It's pretty cold right now. So I'll go to pick her up, and the windows are slightly fogged before I get in. And I stand outside thinking, did someone break into the car? Is someone breathing in the car right now? But our car is small, not a lot of hiding spots, so I can just peek in. No one's in the back seat. No one's in the passenger seat. No one's in the board game-filled trunk. So why is there a little bit of fog in the car? Hmm. That is odd. I don't know. I wish I had an answer for you, but I am stumped. My current theory is that squirrels are crawling up into the engine and like breathing through the air vents. Sure, and they, sure. No. they skitter out when I turn the car on. Yeah, they're either crawling into your car for warmth from the engine. They they could be, but I Maybe. don't know how else it's happening. So that is going to be my theory. Or there's a pothole outside of my favorite local gaming store that no one has filled, and we have to drive around it every time. But that isn't really much of a story. That's just a real quick thing, so I didn't say that one. I mean, you know, potholes are a problem in many places. <laughs> yes, except in Colorado, where they're legal now. Aha! Wait, what? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the whole part doesn't work, but yeah, word association. Sure, sure. Sometimes words sound like other words. That's true. And that is our wheelhouse. True. It's our bread and butter. Our Venn our Vin diagram, we'll do another one of these, is when one word sounds like another word and the cross point is happy cast. Yeah, that's where we live, man. That's the sweet spot. Uh, well, that's about it, really. A lot shorter than my happy hour. Uh, what about you? What have you been bummed about recently? Uh, so this isn't super recent. This is, um, some months ago, um, before I, uh, met my girlfriend, Katie, I went on one of these internet dates. Oh, really? Uh, a, where? With a stranger from the internet. Or what internet? I mean, 
Uh, but with the World Web, Ben, the one that Al Gore created, of course. Oh, well, I wouldn't know if it's like Christian Mingle, J-Date. Uh, farmers, farmers only. No, oh, that's it's like I can remember. Yeah, no, it's like that. It's like it's like that, but it's podcasters only. It's a dating app for only podcasters. Oh, really? Who'd you meet on there? I'm trying to think of podcasters. Oh, sure. Ira Glass and I uh, had a really nice <laughs> dinner together. <laughs> wow. He, he, was he in the area, or did he travel down? Uh, yeah, he was. He was just in town for business, and we we got together and got Mexican. He was he was really nice. Awesome. Um, he's like. Welcome to our date uh, in three acts. Act one, uh, we're having an appetizer. I can't, I can't do the whole thing. Paula Poundstone was she on there? Is she? Does she have a podcast now? Wasn't she on uh, the NPR game show they would do? Oh, wait, wait, do not tell me. Oh yeah, wait, wait, do not tell me that one. Or Ophelia mm. Eisenberg yeah. from the other one that I liked more. Oh, sure, yes. Or um, I don't know, man. Uh, the, the guy from uh, 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 S Town. I can't remember his name. <laughs> the guy that died? No, not the not. Oh, not, like that's Brian. <laughs> yeah, not, not him. The actual podcaster. No, I don't know that guy's name. I should really listen to S Town. This is a really good podcast. It was. It was sad though. <clears throat> anyway, sorry to derail was, that. Sure, it is very sad. Uh, but you know, it was actually okay. So what was it? It was. Uh, I can't remember the name of the app. Plenty of fish. I was using a bunch of them. Not. Oh, actually, yeah, maybe. Whoa, yeah, really? Right. Yeah, you nailed it, man. Good job. Is that a Christian site, or am I thinking that because of fish? Uh, no, no, I don't think there's any kind of uh, <laughs> religious affiliation. With plenty of fish. It associates in my mind with Jesus feeding everybody with loaves and fish, because there no, was man, there were plenty actually, of fish that day. Yeah, no, like <laughs> endless fish. Uh, no, it was um, it's actually plenty of fish. PH uh, fish just for people that are re- really into jam bands. <laughs> well, all of them or just that one? Nah, you know, I mean, fish specifically, but you could be into other jam bands. For all those fish heads. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so I, you know, I matched with uh, a girl and then we talked. What was her exchanged, name? Exchanged messages for a bit. And I was like, ah, we we should go out. Let me take you to dinner. I've got I know this great Mexican restaurant. And was it Taco Cat? It was not Taco Cat. Oh, it was. It's called Mexico Lindos, and um, so, that's not they like have a Mexican these, restaurant. Yeah, they have these really great uh, barbecue pulled pork tacos with jalapeno coleslaw that I'm a big fan of. One of my favorites. oh wow, that's a lot of words that I don't eat. No, yeah, you would hate it for sure. Do they have good nachos with queso? Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't had it, but I'm sure they do. Okay, is the queso white? I don't know. I've never had it. Oh, it's probably good then. I've only ever had the hot, the barbecue pulled pork tacos with jalapeno coleslaw, Ben. Actually, I think literally every word I don't eat. <laughs> All right, well, jalapeno, pulled pork, coleslaw, barbecue. Yep. Tacos? Yep, that, that too. So five. All five of those. Yeah, so... I mean, I wouldn't recommend it to you uh, specifically, but, you know, other people with maybe more adventurous taste buds good thing enjoy a barbecue pulled pork, a jalapeno, or a coleslaw taco. Good thing, good thing you didn't take me on a date there. No. If I went on a date with you, Ben, we would go somewhere way classier. Like Taco Cat. We would go Cat. to, like, uh, Taco Cats. But Dave and Buster's. Oh, yeah. Dave and Buster's is fun, too. Um <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I don't know. I'm just, so this date went really poorly, man. From the get go, 
Um, so do you know, you, you know that feeling where you meet someone and you guys click right away and you know, like, oh, this is somebody I definitely want to spend a, a lot of time with. I, I, like, this is just a lot of fun. Yeah, with, uh, with, with Megan. Yeah, this is a good feeling. So this is like the opposite of that. Oh, you instantly felt a clock? I, I instantly felt like uh, I repelled from them. It was like two magnets facing the wrong way. It's like, but you're so this similar. Is gonna, this is going to... Who? No, if two magnets face... That, are, that means like if you're, if you're both the north side, you're identical. Okay. That's but why you repel each but, other. Okay. So, okay, forgive my, uh, my, my, uh, my magnet analogy. That doesn't work. Well, I mean, it's not your fault. I blame the big magnet. The big magnet? <laughs> the big <laughs> magnet magnates? Yeah. The magnet industry for trying to put that one in there so we keep buying magnets. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, you know, Big Magnet actually is funding the podcast bin, and I was uh, slipping in our mandatory magnet uh, reference, but oh no, uh, they're, they're not going to be happy about this. They also funded the phrase, opposites attract. Oh, right. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's, Which I assume that's, is that's solid, the same like that. connection. I don't know. Should I play my, my vaudeville music at the end there? Like a big uh, hook cane comes and pulls you <laughs> off stage. <laughs> Goodbye. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, I met her at this restaurant. Didn't go well. I recommended the barbecue pulled pork tacos. Um, I said, like, I, I, this is the only thing I've ever had. I've been here several times. She's like... Yeah, that's it. You've never had anything else? Nothing? I'm like, uh, no. Why would I try another thing? This is good. I know this is good. I don't oh, I don't understand why this is a thing. Change is bad. Yeah. And then um and then I went off on my rant about the purge and how if the purge oh, no. is real. <laughs> how how if the purge is real. Because have have we done this? Have we covered this on the podcast, Ben? Probably several times, but I'm not sure. Okay. So okay, I'll be brief then. Um, because I would hate to repeat myself. We do all the time. <clears throat> so the problem with The Purge is that it's a 12-hour period in which all crimes are legal, but the movies just focus on the murder aspect. It just comes down to, like, ah, oh, murder's legal. But uh, it's all crime. So really, I think there's a lot of missed opportunities in The Purge. Like, you know, you could torrent every episode of Game of Thrones without penalty. Yeah. Or you could build a fence that's too tall, like, out of, like, zoning regulations. Uh, maybe you could have a speakeasy without the proper permits. Who knows? The Ooh. sky's the limit. Wait, with um, the fence thing, uh-huh. is it illegal to do it or illegal to have it? See, I don't know. I, in my mind, I think as long as it's built during the purge, you're like grandfathered in. But um, See, I don't know. I think that you could explore this territory. It's uh, it's a very rich, untapped vein. If anything, this conversation should prove that the magnet industry has lied to us. Because... We are pretty similar, and we get along because of this uh, conversation. Yeah, no, you're right. That's true. I mean, how could you be with someone who wouldn't like that conversation? Does does uh, Katie? Have you had that conversation with her yet? Have you had the conversation with her about the purge yet, Brian? <laughs> have I had the purge conversation yet? <laughs> like our purge plans? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. This is like we. I covered this like within 20 minutes of our first date. <laughs> That's a good sign, then, if you have purge plans now. That's the new uh, zombie plan. Yeah, absolutely. You have to have a purge plan, Ben. Sorry. Continue again. Uh, so, so you know, I'm covering my problems with the purge on the date. And I could tell that she 
uh, here. It's just completely glazed over. Not interested at all. I could feel, I could feel uh, myself losing her. Like, oh, this is not great. Uh, we shared a very long, painful meal. And uh, she told me about how she's coming out of a relationship with someone who uh, she thought she loved, but then it turned out that they were an uh, everyday drug user using meth and heroin. Oh. Um, I know. And I was like, well, okay, that's uh, unfortunate. Uh, for the record, if it helps, I have never once dabbled in meth or heroin. And she goes, <laughs> oh, I can tell. You're clean cut i'm like okay great great, cool uh i don't i don't feel like this is going well this might be over now she said it like that uh yeah that's how i remember her saying it that might oh. not be exactly how it happened but in my memory that's how because <laughs> i'd be like oh yeah you're a pretty clean cut guy brian but not like that no no like, the like oh you wouldn't be fun to party with I'm like uh you haven't even done meth or heroin see and uh, i know because i get that a lot not the meth or heroin part <laughs> 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 what mean, a shot you were built for episode 98 <laughs> either way all right so i i definitely haven't done meth or heroin or drugs at all as evidenced by me having to google what pot smoke smells like to know for sure that's what my neighbors were doing but they're like oh ben you don't like alcohol taste what <laughs> that's true i've said that to you before i know so i know what that dismissive clean cut tone sounds like <laughs> from you that's <laughs> <laughs> well, okay man uh <laughs> i've known you for a long time i'm not trying to date you uh so anyway it was about an hour long meal it went very poorly uh we go to walk out uh we leave the restaurant and i'm like oh okay uh so where are you parked and she points over to one side of the parking lot. I'm like, oh, well, I'm parked over here. Um, okay, have a good night. And I waved, <laughs> and that was it. The end. Did the you end. It was, uh, it, was, it was rough, though. It was a bad hour. Um, sharing a meal for an hour with someone that you have literally nothing in common with is not a fun experience, and I do not recommend it. No. It's always good to have a good bad date story, though. But, you know, I mean, it was nice, though, to have a bad date um, a couple weeks before I met Katie just to recalibrate, uh, you know, myself. And then uh, I could really appreciate what a good date feels like. I'm like, oh, this is way better than that. Did you take her to the same place? No, no, no. We went somewhere else. I haven't been back to my favorite Mexican restaurant ever since. It kind of ruined it for me. Well, maybe it's all five of those flavors that ruined it for you. I'm too clean cut to enjoy jalapeno barbecue pulled pork taco coleslaw. Yeah, I mean you got that mostly right. <laughs> I got the five words. I don't know the order it's supposed to go because to me it's all random. Yeah, you got jumbled up a little bit. That'd be like if you tried to offer me a pickle and crunchy peanut butter meatball onion pizza. Well, I like pizza Cocktail. though. Hold on. That's being one more word, heroin. Yeah, just some heroin <laughs> in there, yeah. I assume I don't like heroin. I don't know. Sure. I like I like that you put heroin on the same level as like pickles <laughs> and meatballs. Like, ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about drugs. Ugh. Well, where did you take Katie? Uh, we went to a uh restaurant, a different restaurant. Um we well, okay, we I tried to go to a 
kind of nicer restaurant called the Yard House, but it was a Saturday night and Ooh. it was like an hour long wait. Oh, so we opted to go to the less nice restaurant across the street where there was no wait. Applebee's. No, no it wasn't an Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> but I like how you were, you were just ready to go to Applebee's, though. You had that one. <laughs> I was. I was like, all right, Chili's, Outback, or Applebee's. For us, they're all right next to each other in the line. <laughs> and then we saw a movie. We saw The Nun, which I think I talked about last week. The screen oh, X. Yeah, screen, screen X. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, I, when you texted me about that, I didn't know that was the first date. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that was that was it. That was the first date. Did you eat spaghetti and share a noodle? Um, no, we didn't. I, uh, she had a Caesar salad, and uh, I had a Reuben. Um, Stuttered. I, I had some of a Reuben, because as it turned out, uh, I had a few bites of this Reuben, and it was huge. It was a colossal sandwich. <laughs> and uh, then I realized, I was like, oh, man, oh, I really like this girl. And if this date goes really well, I hope maybe I can kiss her goodnight. Maybe I shouldn't eat a pound of roast uh, corn beef <laughs> and sauerkraut. Maybe that's not the move. See, that would be my thought process behind not getting the barbecue jalapeno pulled pork taco coleslaw. <laughs> Several of those words seem like they wouldn't be great for an end-of-date kiss. Yeah, well, I mean, it worked out really well for my end-of-date wave as I walked to my car, so... <laughs> Yeah, maybe you were you knew in advance. I don't want it to end that way. I better eat this instead. Yeah, the spaghetti thing never really made sense to me because you'd have to have some strong spaghetti to not accidentally break it at some point in the middle. I mean, sure, yeah, that's. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, spaghetti strong enough to withhold to withstand that kind of uh, you know pressure uh, probably. Uh, has a bad texture. It's too tough. You don't want a tough spaghetti, man. Yeah, we need uh, guitar architect. Right in. You're an architect. That's lo- or, or the engineers. You all know about how things should be. So, write in and let us know what kind of spaghetti noodle you would need for that to work properly. I assume yeah, maybe they sure. slurped it, but I'm always afraid of slurping it that it's going to go partway down my throat and I'll be choking on a strain of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a valid fear, I guess. It's, it's almost happened. Okay. Oh, you speak from experience, as it turns out. Oh, it was a it was a mozzarella stick from Sonic. I uh, swallowed half of it. The other half was still Wait, in my you, hand with cheese you, in the middle. Did you inhale a mozzarella stick? No, like I chewed one half just fine without realizing that the cheese was still attached to the other half of it in my hand. So I choked a little bit until I was able to quickly eat the other half of it and get all the cheese you, down. I mean, if it was still attached to the other uh, side, you could have just, like, pulled it out like a, uh, <laughs> like a yo-yo. <laughs> Wait, I was thinking someone who swallowed, like a sword swallower, because who eats a yo-yo? <laughs> like, for this trick, I will swallow a yo-yo and pull it back out. Because <laughs> it turns out I've been using yo-yos wrong this entire time. <laughs> Oh, actually, we talk about yo-yos on somewhere in the first 30 episodes, and I talk about how I can't yo-yo. Or snap my fingers. Uh, snap update, can you still not snap? Nope, but I can crack my knuckles. You can Snapchat? I can. I've sent you a nice Snapchat. No, you sent me the best Snapchat, Ben. You're great at Snapchat. My favorite part of Snapchat is putting on every stupid gif I can. Sure. Filters on top of filters, hashtag swag. Um, I think it said pizza time, like a heart that said pizza time. There was like a 
burger puking up hot dogs. It was great. On mine Good or work. yours? I think that was how yours dug. Yeah, mine had hashtag happy cast historian. That was like money raining on me. I was totally on fleek. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. That's probably not it anymore. There's probably something. I don't know. We talk about yeah, actually, the kids even back eight years ago. <laughs> when we were actually, still the kids. Um, I, I screenshotted your snap so we can put it up on the website. Oh, I actually saved it too. Weirdly, uh, I I think I, I don't know if I woke up or it was it that night? Like soon after I sent it that you screenshotted it? Uh, probably. Because you and my sister at the same, or in the same minute, back to back, screenshotted it. And I don't know how that happened unless one of you saw it and messaged the other one saying, check out the Snapchat now. <laughs> Have you seen Ben's Snapchat? He's totally snapping. He like he's master Snapchat. There's nothing I can teach him now. That's it. I got it all done. I am the Snap King. So if you want to follow my private Snapchat, send me some Venmo, me some money. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> send Ben some some uh, Bitcoin. <laughs> some, see, this is a new tech version of Happy Cast. Now we talk about cryptocurrencies and hot new apps like TikTok. I keep seeing ads for that, but I don't know what it is. I think it's like a music singing for tweens, sing and dance, and people rate you. I don't know. Uh, somebody described it to me as a lip syncing app, and I don't get the appeal of that either. Me neither, because I don't want other people to see me lip syncing. Lip syncing is just like poor man's karaoke. It, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's karaoke minus anything that resembles talent. Looks up unless you could dance real well. I I did I did uh, send a snap to to Katie of me less thinking from Hamilton, but that's just because uh, it's my dream to be um, the 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 guy. And uh, I don't know how familiar with Hamilton you are, Ben. I actually I do not at all. Um, uh, well, but... Hamilton update. I've listened to all of it multiple times now. What, Ben? You really you really buried the lead on this one. How do you feel about Hamilton now? Eh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it, it's really good. Uh, I blame me getting to Hamilton on Weird Al, who just had to release a Hamilton polka. And I wouldn't get it unless I listened to the entire album, or the entire musical. So I did. Multiple times. Okay. Well, congratulations, Ben. Thank you very much. Th congratulations on listening to Hamilton? Yeah, congratulations. I know that it's something that you didn't want to do for a long time. Well, anyone who's a friend of Weird Al... Is a friend of mine. I mean, sure, I, I can abide by that. The dude does too. So now you listen to Hamilton uh, in the war in the war in the election of eighteen hundred. Um, I, I I I'm obsessed with the guy that delivers the line. He seems approachable. Like you could grab a beer with him. <laughs> I keep saying I want to be that guy, just that guy that says that one thing. Just that guy. Yeah, just that guy. I know that's not how musicals work. He's uh, probably a bit player in a bunch of different things, but I want to show up and just deliver that one line. My favorite guy is the king. Oh, sure. The king's pretty good. And then, you know, Thomas Jefferson. Well, you know, okay. Well, we can talk about Hamilton ad nauseum at another time, and we probably will. Because, On our uh, Music Man segment. Well, sure. Yeah, let's do one of those. We've got some catching up to do. We do. But for now, let's wrap up this Bummer Patrol segment and move on to Netflix picks. 
Let's all go to the Netflix. Let's all go to the Netflix. Let's all go to the Netflix to get ourselves a treat. Welcome to uh, Netflix Picks. We're going to make some recommendations as to what you can watch on um, not just Netflix. It used to be Netflix, but now it's any online streaming video service, I suppose. Yeah, I was wondering about that, too, because I know we updated at one point to Netflix and Hulu uh, over and over. But now it's Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and a million other things. HBO Go, Showtime, Shudder, uh, Verve. I don't know. CBS All Access. Sure. If you'd like to recommend a CBS All Access show, I encourage it. I'd recommend The Good Lawyer. The Good Life. The Good Wife. No, it's a spinoff or anthology spinoff series. I'm not sure which one it is. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, any of those. Okay. But we can't call it, like, Amazon Picks. No, it should just be like streaming video picks, internet that, video. That doesn't rhyme, though. Flicks picks, but it could be TV shows. Yeah, it's true. I mean, well, I, I'll stick with Netflix for mine, for what it's worth. Uh, I'm going to recommend the newest Coen Brothers picture, which is uh, Netflix original. Disturbia? Uh, Suburbia? Uh, nope, not that one. Uh, it's called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. It is a anthology of Western short story. Oh, really? Yes. But and it's as it's a as western, with, right? What's that? You said it's a western? It is. Oh, that's super interesting, Brian, because I have some audio of you from back in Epedition twelve. Oh that, yeah, no. I let's I hear, can, let's I hear can, this. Oh, okay, go ahead. I do not care for westerns. They are dumb. Oh, so Brian, which <laughs> is it? Are they dumb or is it good? <laughs> I well <laughs> Wow, then you really put me on blast. <laughs> Oh, good job. <laughs> new teen slang? <laughs> oh, is that is that new teen slang? I, I have no idea anymore. I don't know either. I'll, I, I'll try not to do that anymore. I've been, I've, sa- been... I've been saving that since you told me that that was going to be your Netflix pick. Oh, well, uh, I will, I've been on the record many times as to saying I did not Western. But, uh, you know, I do love is a good uh, Coen Brothers movie. And they're and... Westerns. And yeah, they've done westerns before. Uh, True Grit, no uh, country, obvious country? example. Uh, no country. I think I would classify No Country for Old Men as a like a neo western. It was okay, um, but you know, I've definitely, you know, I've I've kind of warmed up to the whole western aesthetic. I, I feel like Justified is um, a western in a lot of ways. Oh, definitely. I, I didn't actually have to defend yourself. I just thought it was fun. To play you hating it. Like yeah. if, if my Netflix pick was Space Jam. Yes. <laughs> space Jam. The, I can't think of a space. That Star the, Trek thing on CBS All Access. Sure, yeah. No, no. Space Jam. The spaciest of all Netflix. It's a good movie. So, Ballad of Buster Scroggs. Uh, yeah, so I think it's six it's six different little uh, western shorts, and as with any anthology uh, set, your kind of your mileage varies on them, but overall uh, they're pretty great. Uh, I think the best one's the opener um, with Tim Blake Nelson, who plays the titular Buster Buster Scruggs, oh. uh, who is a singing cowboy. Oh, does he sing throughout? Like in uh, 
Gilmore Girls? Uh, sure, like a, like the Troubadour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of like that. I'm glad you knew what I was talking about. No, no, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, so it kind of feels like a love letter to westerns from the Coens because they kind of cover all the um, all your different western subgenres. You've got your singing cowboy uh, short. You got one about a bank robber. You got, uh, you got one that's like a wagon train story. Um, Ooh. Little yeah. House in the Prairie? Uh, no, I mean, there's not a Little House in the Prairie episode in there. That would be weird if they just got <laughs> made a new episode of Little House in the Prairie. <laughs> the, the Waltons? Sure, yeah, there's a Waltons in there. Uh, Bonanza. <laughs> Gunsmoke? Gunsmoke, Dead, Deadwood? Yeah. Uh, sure, that's the newest one. They're actually making the Deadwood movie now. You know, I watched the first season of Deadwood and didn't hate it. Oh, I heard that Timothy Oliphant's in there. He is. He's basically the same guy. Except he's more good in this one. He's less, you know, like, give me your badge and gun. You know, in most anthologies, so they direct all the movies, right? Uh, yes. Because right, yes. in most anthology things I've seen, it's always a different person for each of the segments. Uh, no, these are all written and directed by the Coens. Oh, so, okay. Um... And I had kind of low expectations going in. I thought it'd be like a kind of lower tier Cohen uh, movie, but it's actually, I think it's upon repeat viewings, it's become maybe one of my favorites that they've done. Nice. And uh, even though it was available on Netflix day one, it had a limited theatrical run, and I went through the trouble of going to a theater to see it. And it Unders- was uh, really nice. Understandable and unsurprising from what I know about you. That seems like sure, it'd be a yeah. good thing to do. That does seem like a very me move. Uh, but yeah, it's a beautiful movie to look at. So on the big screen, really, really popped. Um, I, I took Katie and she fell asleep, but it's oh, fine. That also sounds like a you move. <laughs> like falling asleep? Falling asleep during movies. Yeah, but I didn't fall asleep during it. No, it does, yeah, but that means it's good news because she does it too. Yeah, well, and I mean, she usually doesn't. To be fair, she just had a big day of traveling and flew. She had a flight that day. It was a whole thing. And she was pretty tired. Um, was she jet lagged? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I don't know. The, from well, the to, latitude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah jet lagged from latitude. <laughs> A bad case of latitude jet lag. <laughs> I hate when I get that. Well, I need to check <clears throat> that out. Then I have not seen that yet. I've seen it shown, like you know, uh, advertised to me. But I don't think I. I think I rated. I don't know. I, I know I watched No Country from Old Men, and I don't think I rated it up or down because I felt kind of meh about it for some reason. You just felt ambivalent towards it. I did, and I didn't want to. I felt like I should have liked it more because I really mm. like a lot of their other movies. You know, I mean, I will say, um, I mean, they did win Best Best Picture for No Country. I do. It's kind of their most celebrated uh, in a lot of ways uh, movie, but I also think it's kind of like the least Coen-y uh, Coen Brothers movie. It doesn't really. I don't really have their. I don't get their their kind of flavor off of it. it doesn't have that weird kind of offbeat uh, kind of humor that a lot of their movies have. It's a very kind of dour, uh, nihilistic movie in a lot of ways. And you know, get I appreciate it, but I don't um, personally enjoy it. If that makes any sense, I admire what it is more oh, no. than I like it. Yeah, I could see that it was good. I just didn't like it compared to the other Coen Brothers movies. My favorite ones are idiots accidentally getting into crime and then getting out of it poorly. 
Yeah, yeah. I you mean, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Your uh, your Fargos and your Big Lebowski's and whatnot. The Burn After Reading. Uh, Raising Arizona. Yeah, that's the other one I'm trying to remember. Yeah, those four. I really <laughs> like those. And I have not seen many more than those, I think. But I love the idiots getting into crime accidentally. Oh, then you should check out Hell Caesar. I think you'd really like Hell Caesar then. Is that, isn't that like a Hollywood period thing? Because I really wanted to see that. Yeah, yeah, it's that one. Because I, I, I like Hollywood-themed period pieces, even though I haven't seen any of them that I can remember. Uh, knowing what I know about you and your taste, I think you would really appreciate Hell Caesar. All right, I will try to check, check it out sometime on something. And Buster Scruggs. Scruggs? Yes, Scruggs. um... Even if you don't want to commit to watching the entire uh, collection, uh, the first one, um, I think, is the best. It's like 20 minutes long. It's definitely worth checking out, I would say. I, yeah, I will do that then. My Netflix pick is uh, Jeopardy. Oh, is that on Netflix now? Yeah, it's, it's weirdly on Netflix now, actually. Not all of it. They have some championship editions. And they have like 80s and 90s episodes, not from then, but about then. Uh, I've actually not watched many of those, but I just want to let people know, if you don't know, Jeopardy is on Netflix. Huh, weird. Is it uh, like new stuff? Do they update it? Uh, I think it's all newer-ish episodes. I think it's like championships from the last couple years. I'm not positive, but it's really cool. I used to do Teen Jeopardy. I'm better at that. I mean, obviously, it's easier. Or but, perhaps Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh, like, that's easier for the celebrities. Like on SNL. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> did they have any Ken Jennings episodes on there? Uh, I think it's more recent championships. Unless he was on one of them, no. That's not even my real Netflix pick. Just people should know. At oh, least sure. in the U.S. I don't know more, about the rest. It's more of like a public service announcement. Yes. Yeah, so, sorry British listeners like Robbo and Neil Orange Peel. Maybe you have it, maybe you don't. I don't know why you'd have American Jeopardy. We don't have British Countdown. Countdown is pretty good, though. If you like unscrambling words and doing math. Boy, do I. <laughs> I like when the comedians play it. That's what I watch. Especially because, like it seems to be the tradition on many British game shows, the prize is something pretty insignificant. Like, your hmm. prize is being there. Like, I know on, like, we mentioned Bake Off, the prize is a cake stand. Uh, it, has an, there, it has, like, the logo on it, but still. The prize for Countdown, I think, is a teapot. And if you win the championship, you win, like, a big uh, dictionary. Oh, wow, a big dictionary. Yeah. Anyway, my real Netflix pick. Uh, it's not like it's a surprise kind of movie. Everyone knows it's supposed to be good and i like it i mean i don't know if everyone knows i like it uh it is a jim carrey movie it is a more serious jim carrey movie ace ventura in nature calls it's not 13 or the number 23 is that what it was yeah was the number the number 23 it's not that it's not eternal sunshine it's the truman show oh that's on netflix now great movie yeah that and groundhog day which aren't related but they're both my netflix picks we watch them sort of back to back I think. But, uh, yeah. If you don't know the Truman Show, people, uh, is it a spoiler to say what it's about? Uh, I don't think so. I think you can give the premise. Okay. The premise is there was this little baby boy. And that's not a good way to start this off. Uh, there's a 
reality TV show about one person. Everything around him is fake and actors and product placement and there are cameras everywhere. He's the only one that doesn't know he's on a TV show, which is some kind of like Black Mirror episode, it seems. I guess before Black Mirror, though. And it's happened since he was born. I think before he was born, even. And it's his journey on trying to figure it out and what to do. And uh, other people in it are the wife in Ozark is in it. And I don't remember. You say Paris? Ed Harris. Oh, Oh, yeah. Ed Harris is in it. I forgot about that. I need to look up Truman Show on IMDb. I was not prepared, like always. Uh, Courtney Cox and David Arquette, they weren't in it, were they? No, they definitely weren't. Why was that popping up? Uh, Laura Lenny was in it. That's who I was talking about, the wife of the thing. Uh, Noah Emmerich? Mm, don't know who that is. Uh, you'd recognize him, probably. He was in Super 8, it looks like, and other oh, stuff. Oh, sure, yeah, that guy from the Truman Show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, he he was in stuff. Um, all, people you recognize were in it. But I would say it's really good, especially if you watch it a second time, immediately after the first time, uh, to look for any time they're doing product placement or any time you see cameras just all over the place or any way they try to make sure he doesn't try to leave. It's, a, yeah. it's very layered. Yeah, it's a great movie. Definitely uh, very rewatchable and weirdly ahead of its time because it came out in 1998. And uh, that's really before the, the rise of reality television. So it's really, um, yeah, it kind of predicted a lot of that stuff in a weird way. They knew it was coming. Yeah, because but... it seemed like kind of a crazy premise at the time. And now it's like, oh, no, this seems like a thing that could happen for sure. It could def- like the whole time through. I'm like, oh, this just is a black. I mean, this would be Black Mirror. If it were on now, people would say it, it ripped it off. Uh, bonus, the Groundhog Day is also a good movie on Netflix. Oh, of course. Who doesn't love Groundhog Day? I'm hoping it's weren't taken off in the last month since we watched it. Uh, Groundhog Day, everyone knows Groundhog Day. Directed by Harold Ramis of Ghostbusters fame. He was in that, yep. right? It's true. Uh, it's funny. Bill Murray... Uh, same day every day was the name of the movie when I very first watched it and downloaded it on some website. Wait, so, it was called Bill Murray Same Day Every Day. Oh no, it was just called Same Day Every Day. So I didn't even know it was Groundhog Day for sure until it started. And so he does all sorts of stuff to try to see if he can break it. Nope, can't break it. Get to know everyone in town. Nope. Die a bunch of ways. Nope. Uh it stars Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott, Stephen Tobolowski. Uh and a lot of other people. It's a very funny movie. And good. Mm. And it's been been too long since I've watched Groundhog Day. I definitely need to pick that up and check it out. My favorite part is the Stephen Tobolowski parts. Oh, sure. Ned Ryerson. Yeah, that, I love that part. I don't know why that's my favorite part. Uh, but also, if you watch it and then think about how long he's actually been in a loop, it is probably like some sort of purgatory to him. A torture. Like... It is inhumane what happened to oh, him. No, no, it's nightmarish for sure. But, uh, yeah, you all have heard of that and the Truman Show, surely. Knowing Absolutely. the 15 people who listen, most of you have probably even seen it. I don't care. It's a good movie. It's I'm- still good. And uh, my secondary pick is a movie that might not even be on Netflix or any other streaming service, but uh, 
I recently rewatched The Princess Bride, and it's still very, very good. I've been needing to. Last time I saw that was in junior high. It holds up. Uh, so does. I don't think it's on anything streaming. Maybe it is. Monty Python the Holy Grail. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't seen that since I was in middle school, perhaps. That is last time I watched. No, actually, I watched. That's the first time I watched it. It's that's a funny movie. It's still good. Anyway, mm. there are all of our picks. Yep, a lot of good stuff to check out. So Adam, check it out. Cue, cue them up. Cue. So what's with Netflix changing from cue to list? I don't know. This part of the dumbing down of America, man. They thought we couldn't handle cue. No, it makes me. Sad. I think we've probably talked about it before. It just makes me sad. I still call it. Cue. Sure. Sure, a little mini bummer patrol. Yeah. Well, what's after this? I think we have some feedback to cover. Oh, do we? Well, uh, what kind of feedback do you think we're going to get, Brian? Listener feedback? That's a good answer. <clears throat> so if you'd like to write into the show, once again, the email address is happycastfeedback at gmail.com or give us a call at that number Ben said earlier. 177 happy N-U-N. That's H-A-P-P-Y-N-U-N. And the numbers are 177. Yeah, that's the one. It's on our site. You you all follow us on Facebook. We somehow have 68 people like us on Facebook. And I only know a handful of you. And I don't know how the other ones would even be listening or why. But hi, people, if you're listening. Yes. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> so, Ben, we have some feedback? We do. Uh, how about I do the audio feedback and you do the read? Actually, we'll split up the reading feedback. Let's do a reading feedback first. We have one of those. We have a couple of those, actually, I think. Oh, sounds good. Uh, our first one. Nope. You're reading that one. Cause it's from my sister. Okay. So, first piece of feedback comes from the new today. Uh, a.k.a. Ben's sister, Caitlin, a.k.a. Kurt Larn. <clears throat> she says, and I quote. Oh, I hope you're quoting. <laughs> and I paraphrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to I'm just gonna summarize this email. Somebody happy to bummer in there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's happy that we're back. Whatever. <clears throat> oh, wait, actually, I'd like to preface this by saying she messaged me, I think, personally, and said in the last episode, you gave her a sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I got a similar message as well. I apologize through my sick burn. All right, you may continue. She said it sounded like something that you would have said, and I said, it, exactly. I learned it from watching Ben. He's a bad influence. I am. At least I don't do heroin. Yeah, yep, <laughs> that's true. <clears throat> so... She says, what up, Ben and Brian? It's good to hear. It's good for the old ear holes to hear you guys again. My happy hour pick of the week is my new dice. Ben and Megan got me some dope sparkly dice for Christmas. Oh, again, that's like a D&D thing, right? Uh, it's, she took it from the, the popular D&D web show, Critical Role, where they do once a month a Christmas where they get open gifts that their fans give them. Ah, ah very good. Very we should do good. one of those. Everyone, send us presents, and we'll open them live on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm at work, I'll take one out and look at it sparkle. My bummer petrol is deliveries. Moreover, 
botched deliveries. Not baby deliveries? I had never had a problem online shopping before and have had issues twice this year from two different stores. Oh, no. The first issue, I ordered a light string of planets, and they sent me replacement bulbs and basically said, LOL, sorry, bro. You should be able to find a string to install them on. That's not good. The one I'm more concerned about is what I ordered from Megan. I don't know what I'll be getting in the mail, so it'll be fun a fun Christmas surprise for both of us. Key every pappy curler. I'd like to add on. She told me a little bit about that story. Uh, what happened was she ordered some stuff for Christmas for Megan. Uh, after a couple of days, she didn't get a shipping email saying that it had been shipped with a tracking number. And sorry, Caitlin, or, or the new today, or Kirtland, if I'm wrong, I'm going off what I remember. Uh, so she emailed them, and they're like, oh, it got lost. Um, you can either get a refund or pick out different stuff, because we're out of that stuff. So she picked out different stuff. Uh, that, she got an email that that was being shipped, but with it came a tracking notice for the first shipment. So who knows what's showing up? Mm-hmm. Very odd. Maybe it'll all show up, and it'll be a Christmas miracle. It could be. And on top of that, we have another piece of feedback from her. Uh, a few days ago, uh, Thursday before Christmas, she got her wisdom teeth taken out. And she sent us a voicemail uh, soon after it happened. And I'll play that right now. What? Is she going to David after dentist us? Yes, she sort of is. She wasn't on drugs uh, like heroin or meth. But she was, <laughs> <laughs> as a comeback three times, isn't that the rule? <laughs> yep, rules of threes. Uh, she was on just face-numbing shots and mm. cotton balls in the mouth. Mush okay. mouth. So here's a quick message for her to us, from her to us. Hello, Ben, Brian. Merry Christmas and have a happy new year. Bye. That was in from 10-year-old Caitlin. Pretty good. Well, <laughs> I, I hope you're recovering well from your uh, dental surgery, which I, I need to uh, get my wisdom teeth removed at some point. I keep putting that off. It we should record fine. after it happens. Was, was it painful? I bet it was painful. If it was, let me know so I can continue not having that done. Write in and let us know how painful it was. Or everyone who has had it happen. Give us your wisdom tooth stories at happycastfeedback at gmail.com. While listening to the old episodes, I forgot how much feedback we read and how much it padded out the show. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's good to have lots of emails to read. No, it's fun because, as we said early on, the Happy Cast isn't Ben and Brian. It's with Ben and Brian. But the Happy Cast is us, as in everybody, not just us. You all, everybody. It's not just Ben and Brian. It's, it's not Ben or Brian. It's Ben and Brian. <laughs> no, it's it's the community. And that's why we like hearing from you. And it's fun. It is fun. It's always good to hear from the old friends of the show. It's like a friend circle where only two of us are allowed to talk. <laughs> That's how, yeah, sure. It's like that. That's how most of my friendships work. <laughs> Only we. The rest of you just sit back and listen to us talk. Uh, we have another email. This one is from a friend of the show. What do we say? Fan, listener, loyal, con- 
regular contributor? Is that Reg Contrib? Or is that Lost and Locked? Oh, that was Lost and Locked thing for sure. Legendary contributor. Oh, yeah, sure. Those were a thing. Revenant Things, uh, who you may know him from at least one episode of the Happy Cast. Sure, or his own podcast, Simon's Cake, about video games. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was awesome. I loved Simon's Cake. I need to catch up. I remember I even like wrote in a couple times. Uh, I forgot that was him because his name's not Simon. <laughs> I don't think any of them are named Simon. I'm pretty sure it's a reference. No, I'm pretty sure they're all named Simon. <laughs> Why do they call it Simon and Simon? And Simon. Because there are like three of them. Last I listened. Anyway, he says, feedback. Good day, Ben and Brian. It was such a pleasant surprise to hear your voices on the podcast these past couple weeks. I agree. It has been a surprise. Uh, I couldn't believe it's been eight years since you guys started. Feels like a lifetime ago. Me too. Since the last time the podcast was krill, uh, killed, cryogenically frozen to be thought at a later date, I've gotten married. And last month, we had a beautiful daughter named Luna. Congratulations on your baby. Yes. Major congratulations. I like that uh, he's had actual life changes in the time that we were gone. Like, we both come back as like, oh, I got a new hat and uh, <laughs> things like that. He's like, I'm a father and a husband now. But, oh, wow. I know. That's huge. <laughs> I now work at an escape room. That's true. That's true. You'll be, you'll be owning that escape room one of these days, Ben. That sounds possible, actually. Two of the four owners have already left. <laughs> uh, where do you go? She's got to be my happy hour pick of the week. Although on the flip side of the coin, it's in my bumper patrol, is the three hours of sleep I get a night when she naps or my wife is up with her. You don't appreciate sleep until it's in very short supply. I feel like, um, I feel like, uh, I mean, obviously his happy hour is uh, incredible. And it makes, mine feel, it, it makes mine feel less valid. Mine's like, oh, I sure like uh, going to see movies a bunch. He's like, I made a person. <laughs> uh, that, that's happened before with you and me where my bumper troll was going blind. <laughs> Oh, and, yeah. Okay. It's and yours was no Twilight Zone marathon that year. Hey, man, that's the great thing about these segments. There's all kinds of flexibility. It can be whatever you want it to be. Exactly. That's why we've been so successful. With that said, I have an urgent hypothetical question I'm going to need you both to answer. Mm, the, okay. The, the question is, would you take this deal? Yes. All right. <laughs> Let's see what you agreed to. You are paid $10 million tax-free. Sounds good. It didn't say dollars, so it could be 10 million cow pies. Doll hairs. Doll hairs. I learned that from Dumb and Dumber. -er. Is that the prequel? It is. How Dumb Met Dumber? Yep, How Dumb Met Dumber. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're paid $10 million tax-free on the 1st of January. That's very soon. To spend however you see fit. The catch is there will be exactly one attempt on your life by a professional assassin at any point during the calendar year. The, I think the that coming one, starting January 1st onward. You don't know when or how it will be carried out, and you only have pretty much from now until then to prep. Uh, no, you no, wait, sorry. You have one week to prepare starting January 1st, so you won't be immediately shot as soon as you sign the deal. If you're able to spot him, though, before he strikes, or she, the attempt will immediately cease. So would you take it? Hmm. 
that's uh, a tough one. I can spend the $10 million, $10 million however I want. Yes. So could I, I mean, I assume that means I can hire some heavy security detail. If you can trust one of them to not be the assassin. Uh, right. Sure, sure. As long as there's no, um, some uh, suspiciously bald men with barcodes on the back of their head just wearing security outfits, I'm sure I'll be fine. No one notices or questions that barcode. Hey, man, as long as they're wearing a uniform, then they're good to go. Well, yeah, I guess you can't just, you know, judge someone based on their tattoo. That's true, man. You can't do that. That's discrimination. Not cool, Ben. Yeah, and every single person in the Hitman games are anti-discrimination. Absolutely. That's the world of Hitman. Well, I would say you could spend it trying to get someone to build a replica of the Lost Hatch without the maybe the 108-minute thing and live in there alone <laughs> for a year. But it could be like that monk episode with the monkey where he hired a security guy to make him a safe room but that security guy was bad and built a secret door in so we could shoot him and frame mm. the monkey. Yeah, people are always framing the monkey. Sorry to spoil um, episode I feel like framing the monkey. <laughs> I, I think I would accept it, and then I would definitely use at least part of the $10 million to uh, prepare myself and uh, you know protect myself from the assassination attempt. But how? Uh, although... I don't know, but, you know, assassination is such a vague, you know, thing. Uh, maybe they'll poison some food, and I don't even have to, I don't even get the chance to see them coming. So um, it would be a stressful year for sure. But uh, I feel like $10 is definitely the right number to make it worth it. If it were $9 million, I would say no deal oh, no. for $10 million. Deal or no deal. Yep, no deal on that one, Howie. <laughs> and it gives you a fist bump because he doesn't like germs. I would go for it because you can have a lot of fun in a week. Sure, sure, yeah. And what if I immediately gave it all to charity? I would mean, I would I'd, I still be killed? I probably, probably. Oh. I don't. I don't think I would stop the assassination attempt. Well, I'll give it all, or I put it all in a bank account. You don't lose it if you die, so I'll put it on a bank account, and then if I get killed, Megan will have enough money to live the rest of her life. Oh, nice. How how thoughtful. How caring. Yeah. After we spend that week going to like Disney World and flying around the world. Actually, what so we'd do, we'll, we'd podcast around the world. Oh, sure. Podcast around the world in 90 days. Well, I only have a week. Oh, right. Podcast around the world in seven days. Seven days. Let all the major areas of where all our big listeners listen. Yep. So it sounds like we would both take that deal. Uh he closes with, I'd like to think I would, but I don't know if I could deal with that crippling anxiety and would probably chicken out. Signed, Revenant Things, Simonscast.com. Probably not it. Simon's Cake, not even Simon's Cast. Check out Simon's Cake podcast. It's a really good video game podcast where they aren't like overly negative about things. Yes, yes, it's true. They do good work. Uh, let's see. And we have another one last piece of feedback for today. Oh, who's this one from? This is a voicemail from someone named Miagin. Hmm. I'm not sure. Let's roll that. Hey, it's Megan, or as some people call me, Mrs. Panther. Um, I would like to submit my happy hour, and that would be um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, I've been playing that recently. I actually just beat it yesterday, and it was awesome. 
I played as Kirby, and I've actually gotten quite good at it. Um, I used to be not so great at Smash Bros. I was decent-ish, but not great. But I practiced a lot in this game, and I got significantly better. And so it was just awesome to play, and it was the story was great. I loved it, and it's really fun. So if you haven't played it yet, I definitely recommend it. Um, and uh, my bummer patrol for this week would have to be working with lazy people because um, I work in a hospital. I work in a medical records department, and the people I work with are not so great at helping me out. Um, they leave a lot of work for me and don't seem to really care. So it kind of bums me out that they are lazy and not actually working. So, yeah. But my alternate bummer patrol would have to be the fact that I work on Christmas. Yeah, bummer. But I will be taking Christmas Eve off, so that's great. And I get to still spend time with friends and family, so that'll be good. And, uh yeah, that's all I've got to submit for this week. And hope everybody's doing well and stay happy. Yeah, she's on team. Stay happy. No. <clears throat> well, uh, yeah, that sounds great. I heard good things about the new Smash Brothers. I need to get one of those fancy new Nintendos so I can play it. Uh, if so, we could play online if you pay money to. Mm, I don't know if I'll do that, but yeah, I know <laughs> I don't plan to. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean I haven't played a Smash Brothers uh, seriously since Melee, so I feel overdue. Maybe this is the one I'll get into. Oh, if we end up in the same area, we should definitely play because I have a GameCube adapter where you can use GameCube controllers. Oh, nice! You have a a bunch of GameCube controllers. Laying I on? have like eight. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I had a GameCube, and then I think I inherited someone else's GameCube controllers. And by that, I mean I think they left them at my house one time. And I don't know whose they are. Sure, that's not that's how inheritance works. You just <laughs> leave it at your house. It was. It's like I opened up a thing. I'm like, oh, cool, a bunch of my controllers. And I opened up another box like years later. Oh, these are my controllers. Whose are those? <laughs> Dude, the GameCube controllers hold up well because uh, I remember having trouble with broken N64 controllers. That analog stick would always break for me. Yeah, N64, ours are pretty broken down. GameCube, they're still pretty solid. Uh, we both, that's how we've been playing. We've played, I think, one match versus in Smash Bros., but we both use a GameCube controller. And the rest, we do a bunch of co-op mode. And then she played uh, solo story mode as Kirby. Ah. It's really fun. There are like 73 characters in this one. Hmm. Is Mega Man a character? He is. Well, I'm sold then. I definitely want this. Uh, he's cool. He's not one that I get super into. I just don't like his style. Uh, Samus is my favorite from the Metroid mm-hmm. series. Uh, Link was, but they changed him up a little bit. There's Bowser Jr., who's really fun. Uh, the Duck Hunt Dog. Oh, was... the dog. Yeah, I kind of like mm-hmm. him. Uh, King K. Rule, if any of you played Donkey Kong Country. He's a great one. There, there are 73 Several are characters from Fire Emblem or some other games I've never played, so I ignore them. But most of them are awesome. Hmm. Well, it sounds like a quality product. I look forward to getting my hands on it. Yes, and then well, Bum Patrol working on Christmas and crappy coworkers. Yeah, those are both uh, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yes, she is the uh, first year working on Christmas, I think, ever. Uh, so I am going to be at home 
doing nothing. Probably watching some episodes of Monk. Uh, nope, because I can't get ahead. <laughs> oh, sorry. Probably, uh, I don't know. What, what Do you have a show you can watch without her? Do you have like an independent uh, show? Uh, you can watch old episodes of Cheers. I could. Actually, there are several things I could watch, but recently my watching time has been spent uh, listening to old Happy Casts and okay. filling out the Happy Cast Bible. Sure, you'll probably be working, chipping away at that. Yes, I am currently in phase two of it, uh, which is, for those who don't know the terminology that we made up recently, uh, phase two is when we switched to a new numbering in 2015 and started doing the weird skits and characters. So I'm mm. in for a ride. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm curious to hear your um, reports on how that goes for you. Uh, I, I think we'll hear all about that on number 100, which will not be out a week after 99, but will be out significantly further after that. Mm. Yes, it's going to take a little bit of work to get that together, I suppose. But just pay in advance, people. Uh, this that sounded like mean. I don't mean it like, hey, people. No, listeners, that's nicer. Just letting you guys know, we did not pod fade after 99. That would be cruel. <laughs> we are working on a big project for 100 that will take time. We're, yep, we're working on a thing. <clears throat> so does that conclude feedback, Ben? That does, feedback, Brian. Uh, false, Ben, we have one more piece of feedback. What? This one's from Ms. Fizzbiz. Where did you, oh, oh yeah, the Facebook one she sent us. Right, right. I know. You almost forgot. But I never forget, Ben. <clears throat> but you're not an elephant. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, Ms. Fizzbiz says, Hello, boys. Very pleased that the show is back. It feels like catching up with old friends. I'm lazy, so I figured I'd just leave feedback here, if that's for sure. Um, I was fine with it. Ben tried to forget about you. so <laughs> I tried my best to forget as hard as I could. <laughs> no, I didn't. She continues, my happy hour pick, uh, other than the return of Happy Cast, is the new Pokemon Switch game. Let's go, Eevee. I'm basically obsessed with it, and I've already beat all the people and found most of the things, except Mewtwo. Oh, Mewtwo's the best thing, though. I want to play that very badly, because Pokemon Red was my favorite. And I hear this is a remake of Red and Blue. And, uh, again, those are the best ones. And because Generation 1 Pokemon are the only Pokemon that are worthwhile. <clears throat> I played Pokemon Go like crazy when it was the Gen 1 Pokemon. After that, I, they added more. don't know who they are anymore. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't recognize these new Pokemon. But those old ones, those are quality Pokemon. Your these, T-Bone. Oh, yeah. Your Mr. Mimes. These Pokemon might as well be Digimon to me. The new ones. Oh, wow. That's a burn, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel. No, but the 150, those are classic. Has she tried to get Mew yet by pushing that truck? Uh, I don't know. Let me let me continue this email and find Ooh, out. But yeah. Pro pro probably not. Is that like an old gaming urban legend? Yeah, that's only for people who know that very specific gaming rumor that was all around the schoolyard at the time. How about Missing No by sailing up and down Cinnabar Island? Oh, that's an actual thing. Yeah, I've yeah, done that, that one you is. Can, you get infinite rare candies. But there's a thing about Mew where you like there's some truck somewhere that you could push if you do the certain amount of things, but you couldn't. Yep, not a thing. Just a thing someone made up. Sorry. Uh, she continues. And the Eevee you get as your partner is the cutest in all caps. I named it Fluffy. Huh. Bup, 
bummer petrol Chris shopping not online i was nearly trapped bed and body works and had a moment of christmas scented panic oh no every I mean, store smells amazing but yeah sure what would the christmas scented panic smell like uh santa cinnamon? burning the coal children oh yeah oh so dark ben so dark <laughs> just <laughs> like the coal Every store in town has been absolutely wild since mid-November, so I tried to venture out for a couple of things. Next year, I'll just buy everything in July, I guess. Also, Riggy chocolate and broccoli on a recent episode. Oh, yeah. It, it immediately reminded me of a thing I completely forgot existed, this song by Mary-Kate and Ashley. Uh, and uh, she says, you're welcome, Fizzbiz out. And uh, Ben, can you drop in a clip of this song right here? Yes, I'll drop in a clip here and the full thing in the after show. This is the story of Broccoli and Chocolate. It makes the people talk a lot about Broccoli and Chocolate. A very happy pair. All right, uh, so that does it for feedback. Thank you, FizzBiz. Thank you, everyone who took the time to write in. Uh, congratulations once again to Joe for his recent marriage and uh, childbirthing. Yeah. Luna, that's a good name for a baby, too. Yep, that is good. Was that named after, like, a Harry Potter thing? Or it's because, like, the moon? Was she born at night? I mean, so many questions. I don't know. I think we need uh, more information. <laughs> I think so. So write in, Revenant Joe. Well, no, that's what we always say. Write in, Revenant Things. I would like to hear about that. Just out of curiosity. Because that's a good name. Uh, we have another piece of feedback. Oh, do we? Yeah, it's not really feedback so much as Q telling us something. Oh, what does Q say? She said, guys, I am so excited Happy Cast is back. I'm listening right now. I need to share my enthusiasm, LOL. Oh, cool. Great. So it's not official it's, feedback. Uh... Some unofficial feedback from Q. Uh, I, uh, yeah, no, it's great. The uh, warm reception we've received has been very encouraging, and uh, I look forward to recording many more of these with you, Ben. Yes, we run on encouragement. Much like Santa uses children for coal uh. <laughs> as fuel, we use attention and encouragement and feedback. <laughs> well, Santa no longer does, so that's good now. That's true. I'm glad that he finally uh, moved to just purchasing coal, I suppose. Yes, he turned an Animal Crossing new leaf. All right. Well, I think that does it for this year podcast, Ben. Do you have any final words? Uh, am I about to die? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I'm sorry you had to find out this way. I'm not supposed to have chocolate for breakfast. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's it. <laughs> I can't remember what Charlotte says in that episode of Lost. Yeah, my, yeah, my Lost brain's gotten a little bit rusty. I can't think of the exact quote. Chocolate before dinner. Eating chocolate before dinner. Something about that. I'm not allowed to have chocolate before dinner. There we go. Bye or stay happy. No. Wait, okay. Uh. <laughs> yep. So that's it. So thank you for joining us. Uh. We hope to catch you again next week. Until then, remember, stay happy.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new edition of Happy Cats with Ben and Brian. I'm Brian, and if I am correct, if my notes are to be believed, that means uh, this has been... Ho, ho, ho. <sighs> Santa. That's, I, why, why, Santa, why, why are you here again? It seems like every week you're here, over and over. I just... What do you mean? Are you trapped in some sort of happy death day? Oh, wait, oh, that's a, that's a weird reference for you, uh, Santa. Why wouldn't you go with the uh, more common, uh, better movie, Groundhog Day? What What do you mean? I've never seen it. What are you talking What is that? Uh, but you've seen Happy Death Day. Yes. Is that uh, is that not a normal thing? I don't know. I mean, I did actually like Happy Death, Death Day until... Until the very end, when they uh, do a bit about the main character not knowing what Groundhog Day was, I didn't care for that. Is that what I'm doing right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care for this either. <laughs> Talk a lot about Gregory and Jack. 